Hey, this is Jerry from the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Keep rocking, folks. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Woo! Gentlemen, the spirit of 76, episode number 76. Wow. And this recording date is the day after Halloween, November 1st yep. now. Yep. Yep. Um, our anniversary date is somewhere around November 6th, I think is what you said, right, Jerry? Yeah. And Jim, it was published then. Okay. So... When it probably, was recorded, probably recorded it a few days ahead of that. That's, right. that's what I'm thinking, Jim. Yeah. So here we are in between kind of our three-year anniversary, just the same. I don't know if you guys got me gifts or anything, but um, I got oh, you Oh, we gifts. got you one. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to give it we to you We showed up tonight. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, I gave you the gift of my presence. So there you go. <laughs> we're going like to be high school. No. <laughs> we're we're going to so, be looking we're so, at. Uh, we're so thankful. <laughs> uh <laughs> Last episode, Jerry picked Ace Fraley's Fraley's comment with uh, debut, yep. the debut solo band album of thingy. his thingy. Technically, and, uh, I, I say it's his his second solo album. That's how I yeah. kind of throw it out there. Nine yeah, years there later, yeah, right. yeah. Enough. You know, yeah. And, and you know what's odd is uh, one of the people who uh, had him signed is the one and only Eddie Trunk. He was part right. of Megaforce Records back then. Really? Where he got wow. his start. Yeah. Eddie Trunk and Ace have tons of interviews over the years. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's what, what year was was this 87? 87, April. Yeah. Yep. So between hit the time he left Kiss, which I believe was 81. Mm, no. Somewhere around there. Ace was 83. Pete was 80. 83 i don't know technically did. yeah yeah i mean if you look at the no, i guess the that's notes. probably true elder came out in 81 right he yeah. was then, on uh, that he, he's on the cover of creatures doesn't matter if he was there or not he was yeah, on the he was cover. Under contract still yeah right <laughs> so so you know four or five years well there you go took a little so, while there for his album to come out at any rate yeah. sure oh i i burned it on cassette guys i wore that out Oh, all right. Well, we're going to take a look at that in just a little bit. But right yeah. now, um, uh, I know Jim, we were talking about this beforehand, had the opportunity to go to Texas and check out some F1 racing out there. Yes, indeed. Circuit of the Americas. Bless your heart. Set, uh, set some kind of record, either biggest three-day wow. crowd or the biggest single-day crowd for a wow. F1 race, something like that. Formula That's One, awesome. though. Amazing yeah. amount of people out oh. there. All, oh, yeah. all maskless. Hey, it's Texas. I can't say all maskless. I actually saw a few people walking around with masks at the race, but uh, it's, in Texas. it's in Texas, right? It's Tejas. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't cotton to those masks down there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But while you were gone on your travels, did you uh, pick up some uh, new music? Yeah, us uh, picked up a couple things. Uh, my my nephew was kind enough to take us by the record store. And I, I found this. This is uh, kind of really cool. It's a two. It's Paul Weller, Wild Wood. All right. 
Uh, two CD set, I think it's live. I'm not 100% sure. Features uh, Johnette Napolitano from uh, Concrete Blonde on vocals. Oh, cool. And there's there's two, they, there's, they left their concert tickets inside the... Nice. That's pretty good. Hey, you see that? Yeah. I've seen the, That's a bonus. That's a kind of bonus, yeah. And then wow. I, I picked this up. The Smiths Singles Collection, 18 Tunes. Mm-hmm. I also picked up an XTC for my son. I gave to him already. Cool. And then uh, went to uh, drop my son off in Arizona, and we went out to Zia Records. Mm-hmm. Picked up uh, Kyle Vincent, self-titled. I think that's his debut solo record, if you knew the band Candy. Candy, yeah. He was a beautiful singer. And then a great find, The Hidden World Revealed, The Three O'Clock. Hey, now. All right. A great compilation. uh, 20 20 songs, demo versions. That's great. uh, Of some stuff. And uh, even a Rodney on the Rock commercial on here, a little promo they did for K-Rock. Um, is that an official release? It is. Um, it's uh, between Frontier Records and Omnivore Frontier. I think right. I, won't, I won't say their first label because they were. Uh, I'm trying to think what the record label was. The Minutemen guys had yeah. and released their first single, but um, so these are like alternate takes and different things they did. Oh, cool and a great great compilation. I listened to it the other day. Wonderful. Very nice. Uh, UCDs, so cheap anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, most of these were like buck ninety nine, ninety nine cents. Ooh, with those titles? I mean, yeah. Can't, can't, hard, can't hardly beat it. No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> wow. Well, I went the other route and uh, picked up some vinyl. And uh, No. I know, right? Colored vinyl? Jim, what did he say? This one uh, came with an autograph. This is KK Priest. Oh, (laughs) nice. That's fabulous. Um, The album itself is uh, silver vinyl. That's beautiful. Isn't it nice? Yes. Better than the gold, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So then it's platinum. We'll say it's platinum. And then this is the actual album itself. Um, I don't want to knock it. Tim the Ripper Owens is the singer. um, And and you're going to get. A wannabe Rob Halford sound with that. That's what you get. But I think that's just his sound. I don't, you know, it is. I don't think he's trying to mimic Rob. I think that's just his natural how he he sounds. That's how he how he sounds, right? The other one I want to share, which I just love this thing. Oh, nice. Oh, Oh, boingo, boingo. Nothing to fear. Boingo, boingo. Yes. Um, This is part of the uh, re releases they're doing. Here's the actual album cover. Uh, great, great record. Yes. Um, somebody was asking me about Danny Elfman the other day, and I said, you know, uh, Disney owns him now. So they were asked if there's going to be a, if I thought there might be a reunion tour or something like that. Oh, no. No. I think those days are gone, and Danny's going to yeah, too much he's, money. Uh, he's writing soundtracks. And he's, <laughs> he's married to a hottie. I can't think of who it is. But, oh, aren't yeah, we all? He's, so, well, yeah, there it is. There, technically, yeah, you're right. Good, good <laughs> job, Frank. Well All done. Right. Yes. All right, Let, let's move forward. That's mail call for uh, this episode. And uh, before before we 
go into Jerry's pick, um, not for your album, but for your, your the band that you're presenting. I yeah. want to say, going into this, I want everyone to have an open mind. I just love the song that Jerry has this week. And um, it is not rock, but it is good. Take it away, Jerry. Well, uh, our the band uh, now, you kill me for a second, but yeah, the, the song is fantastic. And the guy is a, a beautiful satire. But let's get, uh, you know, let's get to it. Uh, guy's name is Neil Fox uh, out of Brooklyn. And uh, just this little intro before I go to my notes, I caught this later on a, on a, a you know, picture. Um, out of Brooklyn, currently in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, uh, you know, Neil Fox, songwriter, producer, performer, multimedia artist, activist, filmmaker. So that's where we're headed, folks, in Conspiracy Land. But like Frank said, we're getting to something. Uh, his goal has always been bring, to bring difficult or uncomfortable subjects to people in a way that makes it easy to digest, which this song Frank's going to play is. I use uh, any aesthetic channel available, music, art, film, writing, humor, to get the message across. Um, he, his goal is to, once you're introduced to it, that uh, you'll investigate yourself. Uh, we've got Neil Fox, the artist from Brooklyn, currently in Florida. Uh, the album is from the album Unhinged, which was released uh, October. So, well, last month. Today's November 1st. <laughs> uh, the tune Frank's going to spin is Dear Facebook. And it's so well done and runs so much satire and smack. It's beautiful. Uh, it's inspired by the events of 2020. And it, this guy's right in my wheelhouse, Neil Fox. Uh, written, produced, and performed by Neil Fox. Mastered by Tony Rockliffe. Um, again, the web, therealneilfox.com. Facebook, Neil Fox. Instagram, neil.fox. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, Neil Fox. He's all over the place on YouTube. He's got a lot of stuff. But the thing about the satire, guys, is I don't know if we've hit it a lot on our episodes over the years, but it's it's satire, but it's so well recorded <laughs> that if you weren't told, you know, hey, this guy's this guy's running some, you you would love this song. So again, Neil Fox from the album Unhinged, released last month. And the tune Frank's going to spin, and it's so great, uh, is Dear Facebook from Neil Fox. Here we go. Dear Facebook, hope you're doing fine. And life is treating you well. I have this one thing on my mind and I just have to tell you
There's Dear Facebook from Neil Fox. Jim, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I liked it. Uh, funny. Uh, I uh, A little Bowie-esque. Exactly. I thought. His vocals, yes. And I Facebook take me back. And I thought I had like this little revelation going on in that song. When he sang that, I thought what we need is a mass exodus off of facebook onto myspace (laughs) if you could do it wouldn't that change the world wouldn't it yeah Uh, such a uh clever clever song very um uh, just the lyrics themselves the music is beautiful don't get me wrong but the lyrics spot on yes he he tells a wonderful story with that song he's not wrong He's yeah, towards wrong. the end, he segues into YouTube. Yeah, yeah dear so in YouTube. other words, that's Facebook. Yeah, it's taking me back <laughs> Facebook part two. What is it? Yeah. What is it the kid? What do the kids say today? No lies detected. There you go. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Yeah, it's probably a better. Well, 
Neil Fox. All of us. Yep. yep. There you go. Um, check him out. He yeah, we're, we'll put his um his links. He's, he's on, on YouTube. Folks. Yeah. yeah all social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll get it all on there on the site. Yeah. Um, so definitely check check him out. Yeah. Dear Facebook by all Neil right. Fox from the album Unhinged. Let's, released let's, last month. Yeah. Let's talk about Jerry's classic album pick uh Fraley's Comet. So tell us what you what you know about that album, Jerry. Uh like I said, uh to me technically it's Ace Freely's second solo album from the Kiss solo albums in 78. This is 87, so about nine years later, Megaforce Records. He forms a band, John Reagan, bass, Anton Fig drums, who's been the drummer on Dave Letterman's show forever. But was also Ace's uh, drummer on his solo album with Kiss in '78, right. and then Todd Haworth, who's gave us a wonderful introduction on one of our shows. Frank yep. should have thought to find that. Didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. But anyway, it's uh, yeah, Megaforce Records, April of '87, folks. Um, rock and record had it on cassette, word out. So uh, as Jim and Frank know, yeah, I talk about this this album a lot, but it's like his Ace's first foray. With no Gene and no Paul, right? And uh, it just feels free. It feels wonderful. Great, great guitar stuff. Great, stu great tunes. Um, but yeah, that's why I picked it. I went through all my notes, guys, over the last three years, and no Freddie's comment. You know, so one thing it was, I, I, it was cool. I will say about this album, it didn't sound like Kiss, mm. and it didn't sound like his solo album from '78 either. No, nope. He had all all different like, other than Anton Fig. He had different musicians. Well, playing, yeah, but it was a whole different craft, and um, I enjoyed it when it came out. I don't know how well it's aged. I mean, it's good, but I, I don't know that it's it's not it's not. Oh, it's a classic album. It's a good album. Yeah, I throw it on every blue moon. Yeah, there you go. Interestingly, uh, Ace's big hit off of his first solo record mm -hmm. was New York Groove. Russ Ballard tune. Russ Ballard tune. And his other, I will say, hit off of this album was Into the Night, Into which was Russ Ballard tune. Yes. Turn back to Russ I Ballard. For I, I did song. not know that, Jim. Oh, yeah. And I think you, you go you try to put that lightning in a bottle another time. And, and Russ Ballard was hot for a long time. He's written a lot of, a lot of big songs. <laughs> and a lot of songs for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. With, with that being said, Jerry. What is your favorite track off of that album? Uh, calling to you. Oh, you would say calling to you. Nice, nice. Frank, you are the maestro. Really, well, really. I, I thought for sure he was going to say rock soldier. Ah, yeah, that's good. Uh, I love the drum beat, the 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 taps, the intro. Yeah, a little snare, a little yeah taps, but yeah, no calling to you. Oh. <laughs> and plus, to me, the one of the most hideous. I mean that in a good way. Idiot's ace solos on that album. Oh, yeah. And, wow, and the wow. best part about it is, again, Todd was singing that song, correct? Yeah. So yes. he Pretty has. Much. Yeah, good point. <laughs> he's got oh, a great voice. Yeah. Oh, he can sing. Yes. Now, Jim, what was your favorite track on that album? My favorite track was also Calling to You. Calling to You. There it is. <laughs> Uh, strangely, wow, okay, so what the heck? I when I listened to the record again today, 
mm-hmm. I thought this is this song was obviously written by an outside writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't sound like anything else on the record. So I'll go and pull out the liner notes and I'm looking, looking, looking. No, it's actually written by the band. Right. But sounds so much different than everything I else. Uh, would it would have been uh, would have been my pick for the single. Yes, me too. Much much catchier and right. uh, but not uh, a probably, probably the pop oh. probably the most pop song on the record, if anything. Yeah, Jerry, what did you pick for Jim? Just I picked. Uh, speaking of what you said, Russ Ballard, Frank, which is funny. I picked Into the Night for Jim. All right. Uh, you know, Jerry, that would have been my pick, but on the re-listen. <laughs> I came right. back with calling to you, calling to you. It does it does? Yep. Uh, and my favorite, and th- th- you guys are gonna think I'm as lazy as I'll get out, but my favorite song on that album is oh. "Calling to You." Wow! You know, in my mind right now. I'll tell you why in just a second, Jim. What did you pick for me? Uh, we got your rock. Good song. Good song, Jerry. What did I pick for Frank? I mean, yeah. same thing. We got your rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good, good hard song. Let me. There it is. Got it. Yep. This song that I'm seeing. Yeah, we got your rock for Frank. Calling to oh, you. Got all of us. Yeah. I. This is probably the easiest one that we've ever done because, again, like Jim said, it is the most different song on that album and the most radio friendly song, in my opinion. It on totally that album. is. How that didn't get out there and leak all over, I'll, I'll never think know. of. Yeah. It, it's an anthem. Think of songs yeah. like. Um, uh, keep on running from YNT, or you just got lucky from Dawkin. It's got that same galloping type of sound. Yeah, that yeah. is ready for the radio. That's funny, guys. That yeah. is wild. <laughs> so nobody right. picked Fractured too. Okay. Uh, no, uh, boy, not a good follow up. No, and he's done it two more times after that. So I, I know. No, I think maybe three. There's Fractured Solace, Fractured oh, Quantum, yeah. Fractured. I used to have well anyway. I burned I mean, them all on the CD once. But yeah, back in the day, when I had a CD player. It didn't live up. Didn't live up to the original. In my no. Estimate. Oh no! You oh the initial the original fractured. Oh all right. All right. Well, wow. the next episode is uh, Jim's pick. But hold on to yep. that. Let's listen to some more music, and then we'll come back to that. Um, what I've got is a uh, in a Halloween theme. I found this. Um, the man's name is Jeff Fayens. I believe that's how you pronounce it. If not, I, I apologize, Jeff. Um, but he goes by Mr. Boo Daddy. And um, he's out of Los Angeles, local local guy. And like many of us, want to be uh, in the music business. And along the way, life got in the way. And um, had to finish up college and gets married, does all kinds of life things. So the music career gets put on hold. And um, along comes his son, who he names after his favorite artist, and his son's name is Hendrix. So what he decides to do is children's music. And the reason I related with him is because when I first started doing my own recordings, my kids were small and I'd play with the headphones on. And if I would finish and walk away and take the headphones off and my kids were in the other room singing the song that I was singing, I knew it stuck. So I said, I'll go with that. Whether or not the song was any good or not didn't matter, but my kids, <laughs> kids got it. Well, 
in, in 2019, he did his debut, and it was uh, Hendrix Experience Year One. So this uh, song for and about his, his young son. And then he came out with a second uh, release in 2020 is um, Pat Your Belly Like a Hippo. And um, last year also uh, Trash Truck came out. But for <laughs> Halloween, he's got a great song called uh, Daddy Skeleton. And um, nice. I, yeah. I, I want to play this for you. And again, keep this in mind. This is for the Hall Halloween tradition. And uh, it's just a fun song to listen to. But here is Mr. Boo Daddy with Daddy Skeleton. Daddy Skeleton, here comes Daddy Skeleton. There's Mr. Boo Daddy with Daddy Boo Skeleton. Daddy. Jerry, what are your thoughts on that? 
I like it, especially during the season. I like that heavy uh, pipe organ sound, which always tells you it's Halloween time. Yes. Uh, great, great music. It was great just music. Pro produced and, and, so good. It's it's so clean and so well done. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's almost like a like a Halloween uh, greatest hits thing where you you know your kids are trick or treating, so you throw it on. Right, right. And I like it for that because you could you could just put that on loop mm -hmm. and let it go. But yeah, Mr. Boo Daddy, well done, <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, Jim, what are your thoughts? Uh, I I was trying to put together a playlist halloween playlist this year because we went to one of those trunk or treat things on mm -hmm. saturday night and so i thought well i'm going to play some music out of the back of the car and uh it it's hard to find good halloween music right. um monster mash yeah it's like so typical it's Very all the same yeah. stuff right. and so i'm going to add this to my playlist next yes year. sir yeah yeah fun, yeah. fun, fun little tune absolutely especially when you got little kids around so yeah and that's it and it's something you can hear them singing and, and i think it's great that he has his son at the end of the song that He's is recorded good. him yeah so um check him out on on band camp he's got a couple like I say three other releases uh and it's refreshing you find someone's doing kids music and, it, and it's contemporary sounding it's, it's not just yeah you know. Well, it's seasonal too. You drop that right. anytime around before or after Frank. That yeah. is going to work. Oh yeah, that's going to work most so, definitely. And it's it's great. Like Jim was saying, you know, all the other stuff you hear about Halloweenish stuff is old. Yeah. Here we got a brand new drop, and yeah, yeah. And, and you're right. Uh, Cindy and I threw on iTunes, and I went into Halloween music, and the first song on every every selection was Monster Mash, and yeah. There's a couple other songs that are, you know, Dr. Demento style, and then it goes into yeah. Thriller for Michael Jackson, and that's about it, really. And then you get sound effects. Um, that's the one I have. It's like 240 uh, sound effects. Yeah. Oh, I play it every Halloween. I blast yeah. it through my Bluetooth. Even if nobody's coming, I <laughs> right. blast it. Dead, dead Man's <laughs> Party right. ends up on there. Oh, yes. well done, Jaime. Yeah. I, I, played, I played some stuff that was a little more. I played Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. and There um, you go. Yeah. Tunnel of Love by the Groovy Ghoulies and um, Seven and Sixes have a couple of a uh, couple of spooky right. tunes. Right, Groovy Ghoulies. Wow. So I'm trying to break it up. Black Magic Woman. Yeah. Good stuff. Or All Frankenstein right. by Edgar Winter. Oh, drop that. Yeah. There you go. Good one. Yep. A lot of people wouldn't know what's going on with that because. Uh, True. Right. But the title right. has it all in there. <laughs> there you go. That's great. All right, let, let's move on, and uh, our next episode will be episode 77, and, and it's Jim's pick for the classic album for us to check out. And um, what do you got for us, Jim? Oh, so I just want to say I went through today and looked at how many full-length albums we have featured over our 76 episodes mm -hmm. since we're at our three-year anniversary. Mm. 58 records all right any of those repeats uh no repeats on the records we've got uh i think two van halen mm -hmm. two acdc i think three beetle records and two ufo records and other than that it's all different bands oh, so wow. i think we've hit aerosmith a couple times what's twice. that 
Aerosmith, I think we've hit a couple times. Oh, yeah. Aerosmith, yes, Aerosmith twice. Right. And that's that's why I'm not throwing out a journey. I don't want Frank to explode. <laughs> <laughs> or some of our listeners, their heads will explode. Well, <laughs> might might be time to shake it up. Oh, we did pick the cars, didn't we? Once? Yes, we did. We did. Cars yeah. debut. So what you got for us, Jim? Okay, so um, I chose Stray, Stray Cats. Cats. Built for Speed, hey! their, their U.S. debut. Very nice. Which is actually a compilation, I think, of their first two U.K. records. Right. Which was Stray Cats and Built for Speed. They pulled tracks from both. and uh, Hefty, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 12, 12 tunes on here. So a lot of rockabilly. Very a lot good. of rockabilly. Sure. Good rockabilly. Slim, yes, Slim Jim, Slick, Earl Slick, right? No, not Earl Slick. Phantom. Brian Setzer. There you go. <laughs> Slim Jim Phantom. There's yeah. no Earl Slick. Earl Slick. Well, you're thinking Duh. you're thinking of Phantom Rocker and Slick. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah go. I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, so done. Lee, Lee Rocker would have been the other, the third. Yeah, we're we're talking about yeah. <laughs> weird that you that. weird that you said that because I mean that album was like such a one off. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I tried to dive in. I don't think it ever really got like, any traction. Yeah. No. All right. So the next next album will be Built for Speed by Stray Cats. Looking forward to that. I haven't listened to that in a long time, other than the, the couple of songs that they killed us with on the radio. So, well, yeah, it's been a while since I've thrown that one on too. So I thought yeah. now's a now's a good opportunity to get back to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of Stray Cats, it's always about the season now. Brian Setzer will be coming around with his Brian uh, Setzer Orchestra Orchestra oh. on that Christmas show. Oh, I yeah. hope he's. I uh, hope they can do it this year. Uh, I've seen them twice, but not on the Christmas thing. Mm -hmm. I have not been able to see that Christmas show at all. So yeah, I haven't done the Christmas show, but yeah. uh, uh, he's great with yeah. Brian. Yeah, so talented. talented. So that talented. guy, yeah, uh, uh, conspiracy land. All three of us just came to a freaking diamond point. <laughs> Brian Setzer is <laughs> is legit. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, and I, I've never really delved into deep, you know, history of him and why of all music genres did he pick that? Because, you know, when they first came out and they had the, the whole rockabilly look and the slick back yeah, hair yeah. and all that. Oh, yeah. That, that was an era gone by and, and no one else was really doing it to any commercial no. success. And, no. man, the Stray Cats took it to a different level. They did. They did. Yeah. All right, Jim, it's your pick now for a band. What do you got for us? So this week I have Timothy Monger State Park, which I thought was a, a great name. <laughs> and, and these guys have been around for quite a while. They were formed in 2010. Um, Timothy's longtime group, Great Lakes Myth Society, was kind of going into hiatus. So he formed this band, State Park as uh as as a live band to go gig around and play his his solo stuff and and stuff from his previous band and so for a decade they were around uh various uh different members of the group they've kind of swapped around over the years um 
and uh, he's been he was making solo records along the way and so all these people were kind of contributing but then uh early uh early of this year or i'm sorry early in 2020 they went in and recorded uh this ep and it's been sitting around for a year it's just it's just now been released um they went in recorded it live <laughs> uh sort of a, a abstract uh inspired by guided by voices british folk rock softer side of psychedelia um so the new ep is called night errand it's a three song ep available on Bandcamp. and current band consists of Timothy Monger, uh, lead vocals, guitar, keyboards, Gregory Dean McIntosh, lead guitar, vocals, Carol Catherine. Isn't that a great name? Yep. Yeah. Violin, synth, percussion, vocals, uh, Matt Collar, trumpet and vocals, Serge Vandervoo on bass, and Chad Sturdivant. Sturdivant on drums. And so uh, the song we're going to hear is the uh, second track off the EP and the title track, Night Errand. So go ahead, Frank, and drop the needle in the groove there. Guts to 
All right, there's Timothy Monger State Park with Night Errand. And right off the bat, I want to say four people come to mind when I hear that song. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. Michael Curcio, Minnie Mendez, and our friends Jeff and Soraya. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All four of them are going to love this song. Right. Fit, oh, fit right better. into uh, the Paisley stage. <laughs> Doesn't it? crowd doesn't it and yeah, yeah he's got a little bit of a Curcio vibe to his voice there yeah man um those chord changes were just perfectly laid was, out just oh jim yeah the horns are not too overbearing they're there no um, barely there but enough. just just enough so you know they're there that's it jim. love it jerry give me your thoughts uh during the Playing of the album, uh, song, folks on conspiracy man. I, 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 Jim, Jim, and I, Jim, Frank, and I can speak, and uh, <laughs> I, I, that's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> um, whenever you think folks out in conspiracy land that they ain't, they ain't making music no more, Jerry, they're not. The sixties were it. <laughs> 70s and 80s and 90s but they don't do it no more yes they do folks in conspiracy land this timothy monger state park that tune jim was spectacular yeah absolutely just takes me into oh well <laughs> done jim i'm a strong well well done timothy, timothy monger. monger state park oh <laughs> That's yeah, a that, big peace sign for me. <laughs> that yeah. that's so great. Production was just spectacular on that. Just yeah, so well arranged and yes. uh, that's uh fabulous song. Wow. wow. <laughs> All right, no, well, it's we, just hit me in a spot. It just hit me in a spot, guys, to where it's like, man, that's new. Yes. Oh, the world well, is still spinning. That was three very different uh, artists this episode. As I say wow. this, I think every episode, but um, I mean it more this time than I did last time and the time <laughs> before. <laughs> it's like yeah. every band that comes out, this is our best album ever, man. And those songs. Yep, no, but that, that was a treat. Yeah, it really was. Um, and, and going back again, Neil Fox, Mr. Boo Daddy, and Timothy Munger, State Park. Check them all out on Bandcamp. Yep. Um, they're online. They've got websites, Facebook pages. We'll put all the links that we can on um, this show's page so you can check them out. Yeah. All right, Jerry. With that being said, uh, you have anything you want to let uh, loose yeah, with before folks, we go? I'm not even going to say it before you finish asking, uh, Frank. Uh, folks on Conspiracy Land, keep rocking. Uh, we are just past our three year anniversary. Thank you for listening. Thank you for su subscribing. Uh, uh, these are my two pals from high school. I enjoyed this. I get to see these guys via Zoom every two weeks. I used to get to see them every day at high school, and we would do this, exactly what we just did. So, uh, folks out in Conspiracy Land, keep rocking, and thank you. Thank All you. Right. Jim, yeah. what about you? Oh, you know. You made it this far. <laughs> Smash that like button. Subscribe, ring that notification bell. So every two weeks, you slide right into your inbox. Yeah, very nice. You know, we, we do this 
for as much as ourselves as we do for any of our listeners, because we actually enjoy the music that we present to you. Yeah, um, we're totally selfish. We want to be out there. Yeah, we, <laughs> we try not to pick duds. Um, and I don't think we have in quite a long, long time. Every once in a I while, don't believe, I, I don't believe we have. Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll get a, We'll get an email or something. It was like, why? You know, why? But everybody's yeah. musical taste is different. And yeah. Mr. Cider, yeah, yep. Mr. Cider likes it. So, yeah. <laughs> I, think the, I think the only dud we had on this uh, episode was Fractured 2. Two, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, luckily, Frank didn't play it. So I think we're cool. No, I know. I, I think, think we're okay. We're, yeah, yeah, I think we're okay. Yep. Let's not Here's belabor the that. point. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to episode 77 when we look, check out the Stray Cats. And uh, we'll have three more bands for you to uh, well done, Jim. Yeah. check out. So with that being said, Jim Walsh takes on home. Shop is closed. Everybody, it's Todd Howard from Fraylish Comet, and I want to give a shout out to Jim, Frank, and Jerry for doing such a great job with the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. And by the way, have you uh, have you guys uh, revisited any Fraylish Comet uh, lately? A little bit of Fraylish Comet there, <laughs> you know, something like uh, "I'm Calling to You" or well, whatever you want. But let's go with that for now. <laughs> Keep up the good work, guys. See you soon.